Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast. I am your host, Leanne DeSanto, and we are so honored to have you with us today. Now, today's guest is Tiffany Toombs, and she is an international speaker and leading expert on rewiring the unconscious mind for success and tapping into your personal potential, everything that we are all about here at Rise Up For You. So super excited for this conversation. And Tiffany empowers people to understand why and how they've become stuck in the past and how to take action now in all areas of your life to create sustainable, positive change. For over 20 years, Tiffany has entertained, educated, and transformed the lives of thousands of people across the world. She's the author of the bestseller, Stop Being a Selfish Bitch, a comprehensive guide to living your best life through radical self-love. And right now she is working on her personal life mission to change the world by empowering 1 million people to live an intentional life that is aligned with their deepest truth every day. So rise up for you and enjoy this episode with Tiffany Toombs. Well, welcome Tiffany to the Rise Up For You podcast. We are so excited to have you today. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we always like to start out by having our guests share with our audience what you do, who you are, and the journey that led you here today. Absolutely. So now I specialize in clearing out old emotional baggage, old traumas, wounds that haven't been healed that people may not even realize are impacting them, but are still impacting them in some way. Um, So typically people come to me when they're in self-sabotage or they have these limiting beliefs or this negative self-talk going on and they're like, I just need it to stop. I've been seeing counselors for years. It hasn't been helping. Just please make it stop. And so I'm trained in NLP and matrix therapies. That's what I, those are the primary modalities that I use. I've also done yoga teacher trainings and meditation. And so I just weave that in wherever it's needed. Um, What brought me here was my own personal breakdown. So I had been living in Australia um, for three years at the time. I was there for a total of eight and my then boyfriend on the day that I found out that I was pregnant, I found out he had a girlfriend in another state and my Mm. entire life collapsed around me. Turns out he was actually a compulsive liar. And so over the coming weeks, as all the lies started coming out of the woodworks and everyone started telling me, Oh, you know, he told me this and that didn't really make sense. And I'm like, yeah, no, that, that never (laughs) happened. Um, (laughs) I just, I had this buildup of like shame and embarrassment and like, you know, I'm a highly intelligent woman. How could I have fallen for all of this nonsense? And so uh, that ultimately led all the emotions and the not eating and the not sleeping for two weeks led to a miscarriage, which oh, wow. then plunged me to a whole other emotional depth that I didn't even know was possible. Um because I was so embarrassed already about being cheated on and all this other stuff, I couldn't even tell anyone. I hadn't told anyone I was pregnant because I was embarrassed about that, mm. that I was, you know, about to be a single mom. And then I, uh, I couldn't tell anybody about the miscarriage because I, I was just so embarrassed. 
So I was suicidal at a point and I was moments and seconds away from ending everything and call it divine intervention, I guess. Mm. Uh, I couldn't go through with it. That was the point that I recognized that I really needed to make some change in my life. I really needed to deal with the stuff from my past. I'd been abused by my stepmom, had never told anybody about that, had been bullied, just had all of this stuff throughout my life that kept compounding and I didn't recognize that it had ultimately led me to really hate myself Mm. and to have zero self-worth. And so I just settled for anybody who would give me love because I was worried that I would never get it again. And so that's ultimately what led me here was I found, I did a lot of things that didn't work. And then when I found NLP and matrix therapies, I found that while we can't go back into the past, we don't have time machines yet to go back (laughs) and and, uh, change circumstances we can reframe and rewire how we view those times in our life. And that's the closest thing that we have to rewiring and rewriting the past. And so when we do that, it allows us to heal and move forward in a way that we didn't know was possible. So that's what brought me here. Wow. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for sharing so generously your story because that is a lot of people's story in one way or another, you know, and then see how those patterns play out in their life. Right. So is that what you kind of noticed as you started diving deeper in your own story and your own situation that you say, oh, you saw how some things patterned out? Absolutely. Mm. You know, everything from not not fully living while I was in that relationship. And if I'm totally honest, I, I knew a year into the relationship that I wasn't fulfilled But everybody else was telling me, you guys have the perfect relationship. I mean, we had married couples saying, we want what you want or we want what you have. And so I was like, well, maybe, maybe this is it then. Like maybe my my expectations are too high, you know, (laughs) and I, I don't want to hurt him and who, you know, who else would love me or who else would want to be in a relationship with me. So I stayed and ultimately that crashed and burned. So I I learned the lesson of never staying in a relationship just because other people think that it looks good on the outside. I learned that I had to love myself. That was probably the biggest part of the journey was loving myself and understanding that I am worthy and that I do have a message and a gift to share with the world. And that, you know, if I can't share my story, then I take away somebody else's opportunity to heal. So that's why Now I have no problem sharing my story, even though it makes other people uncomfortable, whether it's my parents or, you know, he's reached out to me a couple of times and like, Hey, can you not? And I'm like, I'm not giving your name. So you're fine. Right. (laughs) Couldn't have done it. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. That's interesting. You reached out like that. That's funny. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, this is your experience. This is why you are so passionate about what you do now, right? It's like when we learn, yeah. we teach, right? I mean, that's what, what makes it so powerful and makes you the perfect person to to teach this to your clients, right? To help them get through these these moments of time and, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the universe gave me that experience or God or whoever it is that people believe in gave me that experience to show people how to overcome it. And yes, absolutely. because I have that story, it's, I feel like it's my duty to share it, to let other people know that it is possible. It doesn't matter where you are now. I've hit rock bottom a couple of times. Sure. You can climb, you can climb out. There's always a light at the end of the tunnel. 
Absolutely. The default might be there, but it's recognizing it sooner and not living there, right? It's like, how do we move through it, right? Yeah. So I sure. love that. So tell us a little bit about, um, share with our audience a little bit about NLP and matrix therapy, exactly what that is. So NLP is neuro-linguistic programming. Mm-hmm. It's what Tony Robbins is trained in. That's like, mm-hmm. when I say that, people are like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is really the study of how the brain works, how our emotions and the words that we use both in thought in our inner dialogue and then to other people then create our belief systems Mm -hmm. which ultimately create our behaviors so a lot of people that come to me as i said that you know they're stuck in self-sabotage i'm procrastinating i'm not going to the gym enough and this is what we see even with like new year's resolutions failing is that it's not that the person isn't disciplined enough or they're not motivated enough or whatever. It's that they haven't dealt with the belief system behind the behavior and our behaviors Mm. are really just a symptom of our belief system. So when I first started coaching, I was just the accountability coach. That was the courses that I had taken and, you know, you come to me, I'm going to push you through your goal. It doesn't matter if we're in the gym. It doesn't matter if we're in business. I'm just going to, I'm going to hold you accountable. Use a little bit of guilt, (laughs) which you probably have experienced your entire life. So it's not going to make you feel any better. And we're just going to push you through. And what I found was that nobody really got better. So to speak, they, it, it created codependency. People always needed me. So I started to feel like a glorified babysitter and maybe that person got their health together. They started doing what they needed to do in their business, but then the behaviors transferred to another area of their life. They stopped paying their bills on time or they stopped going on date nights with their partner. And so then they, that self-sabotage went somewhere else. So now my aim with every single client is empowerment. I want you to take your power back. I don't want you to need me. I want to work with you for eight sessions and that's it you know how to reframe those limiting beliefs in your mind. You know how to let go of those emotions in your mind, which is what matrix therapies allows us to do. It's a process where we go back to the first event of the anger or the sadness or whatever it is. And we reframe that experience so that you can heal all the experiences for the rest of your life. So it's pretty powerful. Mm, I love that. Yeah. So what is the process of matrix therapy? Is it a particular um, thing? Yeah. So people go into a like semi-meditative okay. state, a, a bit of a trance, and then we walk them through a visualization. They go through a complete emotional empty out. Um, we start with negative influences first. So we would do like a session on each of the parents, on exes, teachers, friends, siblings, anybody who's ever played a negative role. Um, I tend to work with a lot of people who have been sexually or physically abused Mm -hmm. at some point. And so we then have those bullies um, and those perpetrators that we need to deal with. Mm -hmm. From there, we then reframe the emotions, as I said, and and then we work on the limiting beliefs. And the eight sessions doesn't sound like a lot, but the the, – experiences and the outcomes my clients get are incredible from being able to conceive after five years of IVF and and trying just not working um had people reverse type 2 diabetes come off of antidepressant and anti-anxiety medications 
had a woman in her 50s have her first ever orgasm because she could have sex without a panic attack for the first time. So like just absolutely incredible um, changes, which is always good for me because initially, usually their partner is like, you're spending a lot of money for this. (laughs) This better be worth it. And then, you know, they have their first orgasm and it's like, okay, well, that was worth it. (laughs) (laughs) Ching, ching, that was worth it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. You know, I fully support this journey with her now. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's so, that's, it's so powerful because really the root, right? The root of the root of, of that self-worth and self-esteem and it, you know, and you bring it all down and peel the, the, the onion, right? It's, it's the, I'm not enough, right? There's something going on or there's something, you know, within that, that childhood experience. It could be as, as harsh as abuse, or yeah. as something as, you know, your third grade teacher told you you were dumb and all of a sudden you're running the dumb program your whole life, you know? So, oh, yeah. so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so crazy as we go back through, I had the gentleman in his sixties come to one of my workshops and he just wouldn't put up his hand for any questions that I asked. He just, he wouldn't. So I was talking to him on one of the breaks and he was telling me that he sat in the front row in grade one. And his teacher asked a question and he was like, oh, me, pick me, pick me, like hands waving in the air. And uh, his teacher picked him and he got the answer wrong. And then she belittled him in front of the entire class. Mm. So for the rest of his life, he just didn't put his hand up. Yeah. And I was like, that, you know, you're in your 60s. There are so many opportunities you would have missed out on right. because you weren't willing to be the first one. Yeah, that's so, I mean... I guess it doesn't matter what age you come to that realization, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's just, but it is, it, it's so embedded subconsciously that yeah, people just don't even know why. Why do I keep attracting the same man? Why do I, you know, keep doing this? Or why can't I keep money in my bank account? Or, you know, and it's, that's so, yeah, it's so fascinating to me. Yeah. Um, and I think the most powerful, I know it was the most powerful realization I had in my all of my clients have this realization at some point in their journey is that every challenge, problem, obstacle they've faced in their life, they were the common denominator. Yeah. And when I say that at workshops, before people really get to know me, they're like, oh, great. Another person telling me that it's all my fault. <laughs> I'm bad. I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. There, there's a difference between taking ownership and taking yeah. your power back and blaming yourself. Yeah. So you can look at that statement as, oh, good, another person telling me it's all my fault or, okay, well, if I'm the common denominator, that means I have the power to change things moving forward. Yeah. So I actually find it to be a really empowering statement. Right. Um, and again, it come, and this is what we look at in NLP is what side of the coin do you want to look at? And every, it, it's the same with every situation. You have something to gain and something to lose. You know, listening to this podcast, you're losing time. And you're gaining a whole bunch of other stuff. Other which stuff. do you, de- which do you decide to focus on? Right, right. It's like back to the every every behavior has a payoff, right? Even the ones we say we don't want, right? It's like, well, yeah. why would I do that? I don't want that. I don't want to be in a bad relationship, or I don't want to be in, you know, poor or whatever, you know. But it's like, huh? Let's look at that deeper, right? And see, well, maybe you do, and you don't even know because that's the belief, right? Yeah. And what a lot of people don't realize is that when we talk about things, firstly, what we focus on expands. Mm -hmm. So we, the things that we focus on is what we are telling our unconscious mind that we want more of. And then because people have a tendency to focus on what they don't want, they get more of that. And then they're like, 
Freud was totally right. My unconscious mind's against me. And I'm like, it's really not. It really wants you to have everything. It gives you what you want, what you ask for. Yeah. <laughs> it's right? that, it comes back to the be careful what you wish for. Because right. while you might not be saying, I wish for more debt or I wish to be broke or I wish for a partner who's going to treat me like crap, if that's what you focus on, right. then that's what you attract into your life. Right, right, exactly. I mean, through all of it, through our thoughts, through our language, through um, what we tolerate, right? Absolutely. And, yeah, all of it's so related. And, and I do, I love what you said, too, about, you know, sometimes people can feel like they're cleaning up one area of their life, but then all of a sudden the other area starts to have a little issue, right? So it's, it's getting, getting to that core because um, we believe that here at Rise Up For You as well. It's the six pillars of life, right? Love, career, money, self-worth, health, social intelligence, like all of it together. And it's like a spider web. You push on one end and the others are going to get out of balance, right? Absolutely. And yeah. I think this programming that we have in society that if you want to make change, you just need more willpower, more discipline, mm. and this kind of like just bulldoze through it mentality, it's not working anymore. And people right. are starting to see that it doesn't work because you can't just bulldoze one area of your life and expect it not to have an impact, like you said, on the other area. Yeah. So yeah. We, we have to get to the core of the problem or the, or the root of the weed, so to speak, and say, you know, it's like weeding a garden. Yeah. You don't go out and take your hedge clippers and just cut the stem where it meets the soil so the garden looks nice for a day or two because the roots are still there. It's going to grow back a lot faster yeah. than if you just pull the weed out by the root. Yeah, that's a beautiful analogy too because I think that's what uh, a lot of people are doing, you know, and, and, and it's like leading to the numbing out, right? Whether it's the heart addictions, the soft addictions, you know, it's, it's yeah. causing people to just, you know, go for the pill or go for too much TV or too much food or whatever, right? Whatever they're going for to kind of numb it out and just keep it hidden, right? And operate yeah. over the top of whatever really is that, what really is going on at that deeper level. But then they think by not talking about it, that they've let it go. So it's, it's this fine balance between you know, we have to get the emotion out. We have to experience it. That's the only way to let it go. And you don't want to become so focused on anger or so focused on depression or sadness or grief or fear that you create more of it, that you program yourself to find more of it. Right. So, and that's what I love about matrix therapies is you experience the emotion in a short controlled amount of time in a safe place and then we move you through the mud so to speak so that at the end of every session you're feeling lighter you're feeling more energetic you're feeling more empowered mm, love that that's so it's it's beautiful work that you're doing because it's so so needed it, as opposed to all the surface stuff that you see out there that like you said it's like okay you might be cutting that dandelion at the stem there but you're not getting deeper yeah. <laughs> and it's gotta keep coming up <laughs> i'll just sit here and wait until your hands have blisters yeah. and then we can go a little bit deeper <laughs> we'll go a little deeper a little deeper well that's yeah that's fantastic well how um, can we find you and support you and and you know tell our audience how we can connect with you because I'm sure a lot could really, really use your support. Absolutely. So the easiest place is on my website, bluelotusmind.com. All my social media links are on there. Um, and there's a ton of free content on my Facebook page. So www 
facebook.com forward slash blue lotus mind blue lotus mind beautiful love that name too that's great okay so we could talk forever about this stuff it's so good yes. i love it um but we want to end with some little power questions that we like to answer for our audience so tell me what um is there one book that had a massive impact on you um, I think, so the very first personal development book I ever read was The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. My mom bought it for me when I was 13. Yeah. To be honest, the only principle I remember is begin with the end in mind, but it has shaped every part of my life. So mm. I would say probably that one. That's a great book. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome book. How about a uh, quote that you live by? My favorite quote is from Thomas Edison, and it is that if we were to do everything we were capable of, we would literally astound ourselves. Oh, I like that one. Yes. It <laughs> Terrific. Is good, very, very true. <laughs> Love it. Um, okay. So if you could leave the world with um, a golden nugget, like one golden nugget you could leave, what would it be? The words that you use matter even mm. more so when you're just thinking. So anytime you say the words, I or I am, whatever comes after that is what you're programming your brain with. Mm. And so no more, I'm broke. I used to be broke. My future looks different. Um, I used to be broke and I'm changing that situation. I used to date losers, not I'm a loser magnet because all that's <laughs> going to do is make you a loser magnet. So right. be careful what you say after the words I and I am because that's what you're creating more of in your life. Absolutely. And I love that distinction. It's like up until now or, you know, like those distinctions yeah. that just shift because it's just habitual to say those kind of things. So, yeah. And yeah. even if that was the situation a second ago, <laughs> like we've moved on from that second. We're right. in the future now. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. So as you know, we're called Rise Up For You. So when you yes. hear that term Rise Up For You, what does it mean to you? For me, it means that we have to like every every aspect of our life is a reflection of our relationship with ourselves. i honestly believe that from mm. the clients that we attract to the money that we attract to the people in our life that we attract it, it's it's all a reflection of us and so there is no greater reason to rise up and to step into our power than for ourselves. and so it has to be for ourselves. we can't make the change for somebody else we can't make the change hoping that that person will ask us out or want to stay in a relationship or come back. I know, you know, after breakups, it's common to go to the gym and be like, I'm going to look so good. They're going to want me back. <laughs> it has to be for you. That's the only way it's going to be long-term. So you have to rise up for you. Um, and that may inspire the world down the track, but it has sure. to start for you. It has to start for you first. Nice. I love that. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for your time today and your wisdom. And I love the uh, modalities that you shared and just um, the work that you're doing is wonderful and so, so needed. And getting, like you said, getting to the roots. We're weeding yes. the garden, people. <laughs> That's right. Thank you so much for it. having me. Absolutely. Have a great rest of your day. You too. Thank you for joining us today on the Rise Up For You podcast series. We're here to serve you and inspire you to become your best self so that you can live a life that you are proud of. If you haven't already, head over to our website, riseupforyou.com, and explore through all that we have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe while you're there for exclusive materials sent to you weekly, and also subscribe to this podcast. 
You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and any other major podcast channel. Join us for our next episode, but until we meet again, rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater you tomorrow.